all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they Hello and welcome back into another free Agent Frenzy edition here at the Houdat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata, and we have another day pretty slow for the Saints after yesterday. It was kind of, it seems like a lot of stuff was coming together. Saints were, first of all, they got Malcolm Jenkins, which was a great signing in my opinion. There were also in rumors with other guys as well. The rumor mill kind of died down today. Some rumors with wide receivers, which we'll get into but we're going to start off with the most kind of pressing here kind of the news came out today i think all saints fans wanted some news on free agency and then we get this news that sean payton has tested positive for the coronavirus and again this is the good thing is as he's seems like he's in the 20 percent of people well he is in the 20 percent of people that has no fever and no cough and he's feeling a lot better so that's really great for coach payton and i'm happy that he's doing better and just really sad that he caught the virus, and I'm just hoping that he recovers 100% from this. Seems like he will. The whole Houdat Nation is behind him. And again, just want to give my hearts, hearts and prayers out to him, and definitely to get a nice speedy recovery. It seems like he's on that way. He's only got five more days of quarantine, I think. He's going to be fine, it seems. But, you know, you always want to give those good wishes out to him and everyone who's struggling and, and who's suffering from this virus. And... I mean, he even said there were hundreds of people um, that have much worse cases than I do. So, I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. He is the first player, or not player, but coach, or anyone in the NFL to get this virus. Hopefully, it doesn't spread throughout the NFL. I don't think it will because it's not like games are going on. Like the NBA, it's spreading all across the NBA. Here, it's really not. It's more of just, I mean, because these players are all over the place. It's not like they're in the in all the locker rooms and everything now obviously the coaches were together up until last week but this was before the Peyton got sick and everything so he probably wasn't carrying it until then anyway so it seems like all the Saints staff will be good they probably will be tested but it seems like I mean I don't think I think everyone's gonna be okay and everything is going virtual right now so no need to worry I don't think this affects Saints signing free agents as a lot of people said because everything's virtual everything's through FaceTime all this stuff is through video messaging so it doesn't really affect that. Hopefully, he's still looking at. I know, I know, he's still looking at the film and all that stuff. That's what you know, Sean Payton does and Coach Payton does. But I'm just hoping he gets well soon, and I think he will. You know, he's a warrior. He's he's definitely gonna get way past this, and he'll be back 100, percent probably 200, percent knowing Coach Payton there. So that's definitely something to look at. But again, it shouldn't really affect the Saints' free agency, but it's definitely something to look. Um, and just you know, just I wanted to put that out there before we. Uh, getting even any further but it's definitely going to be affecting the saints affect the saints here i mean it just kind of is what it is at this point i mean most likely the saints will get everybody tested that they need to get tested that they're not here to cause any more worries within their organization and i mean i don't blame them so i I think that's fine there everyone stay safe everybody wash your hands definitely do all the safety precautions all of the experts are saying i'm not one to talk about it um, this is not a political podcast. As I said when we talked about it first, it's not a political podcast. It's not a news podcast. It's a football podcast. So we're going to get into football, but definitely stay safe. Take the precautionaries. Definitely do the self-isolating, all that stuff. Definitely do that because you just want to stop spreading. And we want football to play because if, if people are all out and about, maybe football won't be back in September. So 
let's take the precautions now so we can see Saints football in August and September. So that's definitely something that we, we had to talk about here to that discussion as this directly affected the Saints. So very, very interesting, but at least he's getting better and he's doing well. And that's 100% what we want to hear and for him to keep getting better. And that's just everything. And hopefully he ends up recovering 200% as I know he will. So before we get into some actual football news and some rumors here at the Saints linked to some pass catchers, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. Now we are going to get to some actual football news. Not that much to talk about there. There's been some, though, pass catching rumors for the Saints. They've been linked to three pass catchers. One was signed in Mercedes Lewis. He was a tight end. And I believe it was Rappaport that said the Saints were also looking in on, maybe it was Pelissero, who said the Saints are looking in to a pass catcher, and, or they looked into Mercedes Lewis, and I think they're looking at other pass catchers, especially Robbie Anderson and Brandon Cooks. It seems like those are going to be the two main guys the Saints are looking at. More of those speedster type guys, as I think the Saints feel like they need those types of guys. But that is, to me, very, very interesting. It seems like I think the Saints are going to get one of these guys. I, I think they kind of push it over to the offense after they got Jenkins. They tried to get another cornerback. They couldn't. So now they're probably going to wait on that. Obviously, they're looking at everything right now. But I think they're pushing it over to the offense. And they made a ton of cat moves. Michael Thomas got restructured. Taron Armstead got restructured. Kiko, as we said, took a pay cut. So all this stuff's happening. Patrick Robinson took a pay cut. So per um, Spot Track, who does, they do a great job with all that stuff. And um, with the caps, it seems like the Saints are going to have between 11 and 14 million it seems here so right now their estimated cap space for everyone is 11 million but their estimated cap space for top 51 players is 14 million so it just shows you how because i mean how the roster is going to go out they're kind of that number that 13 number is probably more likely at the end of the offseason more than that 11 number that's currently so it seems like between around 11 and 14 you're working with here i think some people say a little lower but i really like spot track i think they're always um straight on with that and um, I really like all the work that they do with the market caps and all that stuff, uh, market values and everything. They do a great job. So they're kind of putting the Saints in that $11 million range, and that's before Malcolm Jenkins. But I'm not worried about the Malcolm Jenkins because it's not going to be like $9 million cap it. David Onyemata was a $3.5 million cap it, and you looked at his contract. So I'm expecting really for Jenkins to be right around that range. So to me, right now, I think the Saints are operate, operating with without Jenkins, with everybody signed and accounted for, with about 8 to $10 million in cap. So really, now, and that could increase very quickly because you have Janoris Jenkins, who's due right now 11 and change million, and he can probably cut that in half. And I think he should cut that in half. So really, and the Saints could, they're going to sign Taysom Hill. They're going to do all this stuff. To me, I think the Saints, realistically, now they're not going to restructure anything until they have to. But when they have to, I think they're going to be running right now. I feel like they have the opportunity to go into that $20 million range right now. So then you're really looking at a few free agents. You could probably get a wide receiver, linebacker, wide receiver, cornerback. And I think the Saints can make a lot of moves if they need to. Now, you also got to look at the free agents that are out there. You got to look at the draft, um, obviously, later. But right now, you're looking at the free agencies, the trades I really meant to say there. Um, I think it's interesting, especially with these wide receivers. I think the Saints are looking at Robbie Anderson and Brandon Cooks right now, and I think they're going to, they may not bring in one of the two, but I think they're looking at those types of guys, but I think Prashad Perryman should be another player they should look at, but he hasn't been really linked to them, but, he, but they have been linked to Robbie Anderson. Some sources here in New York have saying that Robbie Anderson, he miscalculated his whole um, his whole contract. He thought he was going to get much bigger than he is really looking at right now, and that really brought the Saints back into the conversation, it seems, from some New York sources, so again, 
I, I, I do think that's good for the Saints. And I do think that, look, you're looking at him. He played in a very bad offense. I think we all got to say that. Sam Darnold is no Drew Brees, and he never will be. So 52 catches, 779 yards, five uh, five touchdowns in 16 games. So, again, he, he, had, he definitely had an okay season. Good season for a number two, but he was a number one there. Again, you're looking at the targets, 96 targets. They couldn't get him the ball downfield. And I don't know if he's the best guy for the Saints, considering he's really a deep threat type guy. Now, he can run the other routes as well, but he's definitely more of a deep threat. You're looking at his um, receiving um, per catch. It's very, very high. One of the tops of the league, which is good. Um, 15, which is good. 15 yards per catch, which is great. I don't know if the Saints need a guy that can throw the ball 50 yards down the field. You don't need another Ted Ginn right now. You need a guy that can also win in that 20-yard range. And I think... He could do that, and I think Anderson could do that, and I think he's getting better each year at that. But he's a real guy. He could take the ball off the defense, and he's going to get open deep. He's really good at that, and the Jets couldn't get him the ball. So now I'm hoping that they could. So um, if the Saints, the Saints could, I don't know, maybe have Taysom Hill throwing those deep balls to him. I'd rather have Brandon Cooks. And I know Saints fans do not like Brandon Cooks because he basically pushed his way out of New Orleans with Mike Thomas really taking control. But I do think that... He would be a perfect guy for the Saints because he could get open in that 28 to 25 um, yard range. He's a little more polished than Robbie Anderson. Problem is he's got a big contract, but I'm thinking a fifth round pick, sixth round pick. He had an awful year this year. 42 catches in 14 games, 583 yards, two touchdowns. That's really their number one receiver. Not a good, not good for him. So look, I, I think that he would take a fifth rounder to get him. Fourth rounder, definitely a day three type pick here. I don't know if the Saints do it. I, I, it's going to be interesting. They're obviously talking about it. Um, there's a source out there that said the Saints are talking to the deal. And right now, it seems like the Saints may hold out because the Rams are due to pay Cook's roster bonus, which is like $10 million or something, tomorrow. So most likely, if you're the Saints, you're going to wait until that happens, and then you're going to try to make your deal because it's gonna, or they're probably going to release him, and then the Saints can make their own deal with Cook's. going to be interesting. And that's why I think the Saints are waiting. I think the Saints are just going to wait out this market because there's still a ton of receivers out there. And there really is a lot of guys. And really not many players have been signed. Really only a Randall Cobb, which to me is insane. And Amari Cooper, but all, all like the... And then obviously De- DeAndre Hopkins got traded. But besides really those few guys, this market's been very, very slow to develop here. Yeah, right now there's only been three free agents that have signed with new teams, and that's going to be Randall Cobb, Damari Bird, who was, I mean, and JoJo Nadson, who are not the, you know, the biggest, um, the, the biggest, like, the big names here. Keith Kirkwood also signed with the Panthers. I forgot to tell you guys that, but uh, he's going to sign a one-year deal worth probably sub-million uh, dollars. I'm happy about that. I don't want to see Kirk, Keith Kirkwood on this team. He was he was kind of an excuse for the Saints not to get a receiver. And because, oh, yeah, we'll have Keith Kirkwood coming back. I'm kind of happy he's gone. Really, anyone, anybody on this wide receiving core besides Michael Thomas, I'm fine with getting rid of, but I do think the Saints need to add to that, so guys that are available, Sanders is available, Cooks is going to be available, Robbie Anderson's available, Prashad Perryman, Paul Richardson's going to be another guy, Travis Benjamin, this list is endless of guys that can, I mean, it's not endless, but there's a good 10 guys here that I, that I think the Saints could sign, it's going to be interesting, it's definitely going to be to see where the Saints end up, Emmanuel Sanders, really, I mean, and looking at the teams that need pass catchers, it's really not that many now, because a lot have been going around in trades, so Emmanuel Sanders, Rashad Perryman, Robbie Anderson, and then after that, I mean, I think I think um, those are kind of your three if you're looking for the Saints, and also Brandon Cooks, who seems like he's going to get released. 
So it's going to be those, and then you're kind of your tier two right now. So really, those are your top four guys. And then your tier two to me is Devin Funches. You have Paul Richardson, Chester Rogers, those types of guys, Travis Benjamin. And then your tier tier threes right now are like Demarius Thomas because he's getting older in age. Philip Dorsett, Jarius Wright, some guys like that that I think are kind of your, your third tier. So we'll have to see, but very, very interesting stuff. And I mean, it's going to be, it's definitely um, an interesting topic uh, to see there. But I think with all that said, it is going to be time to wrap up this podcast. Definitely a short one here, um, but really not that much to talk about Saints. Really no rumors besides the receiver. It's going to be interesting, but that's kind of what I'm thinking from the Saints right now. And I mean, look, I do think Brandon Cooks, I think he'd come in here, had a bad year last year, but he, I mean, 2018, they had a huge year and then got a big contract, took his money and now not as much. I don't know if they do release him, though. That would be another big cap hit for them to take. Maybe they just keep him on the roster and just bite the bullet. It's going to be interesting how the Rams figure this one out. But, again, if you're the Saints, you're going to wait until after his roster bonus to either make a trade or um, wait for him to get cut. I mean, because there's no reason for the Saints to make a trade right now unless they're the only, t- unless there are millions of teams involved, or many teams involved, obviously not millions, but many teams involved, which there's not going to be. So to me, this is kind of, you're the Saints, you want to sit and wait for this until tomorrow afternoon. And then once his his bonus gets in, into the system and the Rams have to pay it, or they cut him, that's, I think that I think that's what the Saints have to do, and they have to wait for that. So I think that is good stuff there. But it will wrap us up here at the Houdat discussion. If you like what we're doing here and you want to see more from us on Twitter and Instagram, all that fun stuff, um, we are on there. So definitely look out. We are putting out tweets a, a few a day, and if things make moves, a lot of days. So we are at the Houdat discussion on there. And then personally, I'm at Andrew Galata on Twitter. And then Instagram, we are at Houdat discussion. So definitely check us out on there. And then to get more podcasts, all that stuff, we are available wherever you listen to your podcast. That means Spotify iTunes, Google Play, all that fun stuff. We are on there as well. Tomorrow will be our last day of our free agent frenzy, and then most likely I'll just group all those episodes together and then put them all on a list so you guys can listen to them. I really want you guys to listen to them. It's a big week, and a lot a lot happened for the Saints. Not as much as a lot of other teams, but some things happen for the Saints, and hopefully some more things happen go into the weekend because we will probably not be doing a podcast unless a Saints breaking news happens until like Thursday, Friday, and then we'll ramp up a lot throughout this week and just because we we need content so i'm right here to make it so definitely look out for that stuff as well but i think with all that said i want to say thank you run it back and who dat